0: Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey Southwest Live for December 6, 2020. My social media feed keeps saying how they miss hockey. They're not looking in the right places. Behind the Mask College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Experience Verizon's 5G and 5G Ultra Band for business. Verizon Wireless 5G built right. By Bell. Ford. See our award-winning dealership at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix or go to bellford.com. The NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and watch the best in college hockey all season long. Behind the Mask hockey shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com and gear up for the new season on ice or in line. Cold beers and cheeseburgers, 12 Valley locations, two in California. Your home for sports, craft beers, and made-to-order burgers. Roger Klein's Canción Tequila. For the best margaritas and more, go to Mexicanmoonshine.com and see how to get your bottle today. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Stop in and pick up any of our award-winning sauces on your way home at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Caesars Entertainment Resorts. Anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. And by College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe, ASU alumni owned and operated. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
1: All right, welcome in hockey fans. Uh, Anywhere that you might be listening to us live on the Podbean app tonight, this is College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Scott Strandy joining you from uh, Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. A little subdued due to a little uh, uh, problem I had with my voice, a little allergic reaction. But my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein is going to bring it, I know. Paul, how are you tonight?
0: uh i'm doing okay how is anybody gonna know you have a problem with your voice
1: <laughs> i'm a little weaker than normal tonight i just uh can't, can't get it out quite as long and i don't know if i'm gonna make it a full hour but i'm gonna give it my best
0: well then, then we're in trouble because somebody has to carry me
1: <laughs> you're way too heavy to carry oh, we, know that. <laughs> we know that
0: yes we do Yes, we do. <clears throat> uh, okay <throat> hockey
1: fans here here's All the right. thing You got something to say?
0: No, no, go ahead. Finish it. Finish what you're going to say.
1: I was just going to say that hockey fans in the Southwest have something to uh, really get on board about because this week we added one more team playing games. Next week we'll have all four of our teams playing games, knock on wood, cross your fingers, all that good stuff. But uh, (laughs) it's off to uh, a different start as you'd expect with 2020. But – Colorado College, our final team to get uh, in game action, is in the pod in Omaha. They're ready to go. Everybody's feeling okay. They're having, I think, a movie night or something tonight. So uh, we didn't get any of them on as guests. And
0: Well, listen, uh, uh, i would probably better off watching a movie than talking to us, too. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, um, so my, my point, Paul, is that everybody's playing hockey and there's some Really exciting hockey. Uh, there's one thing I'm going to start the show off with tonight that I sent both you and, and our great photographer and our uh, content guru and everything else that you want to call him Zach Bondra and I said uh, there's something a little weird about the start of the season in addition to the fact that everybody started <laughs> at different times and playing different places, yeah. but 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 ASU started oh3 and one, Denver oh3 and o, right? Air Force oh4 and o. And Colorado College hasn't started play yet. So how is everybody starting so slow? And, and Zach responded to me, and he said, um, "You know, watch it be that's, that that uh, Colorado College would go six and zero or something like that to start the season." <laughs> so,
2: well,
0: I, it, since we know they're in a movie, uh, but eventually they'll hear this. Mike Haviland doesn't want to hear that because if he's trying to say that, uh, uh, if you're trying to say that the uh, the teams we cover are off to a slow start. I don't think he wants any part of that. Well, uh, exactly. I would doubt that, it anyway. That,
1: yeah, and that's why Zach said that Colorado College would be the one to, to bust this up and go like 6-0 and to start. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure Mike Haviland would take that right now. I, oh, I bet he would. To... <laughs> he, he'd
2: write, he it write it down in a book too. and
0: he's, yeah, he's got it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyway, I know you've seen uh, a lot of the games in the NCHC at the at the pod, and we're thankful to our uh, partner NCHCTV.tv for giving us the uh, the opportunity to watch them all. Um, we're also thankful for uh, for uh, Mark Kuhlman, who's sending us some photos from the pod, which is kind of cool. that We have that guy nice. in, right there. the 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 pod. Staff photographer getting us some great shots from Denver and and soon to be Colorado College, so we appreciate that. Um, sure, but but we're going to start the night off uh, with I think one of the hottest teams in hockey. I know they lost um, the the last game, uh, but man, oh man, have the Arizona State Sun Devils come on uh, like gangbusters after struggling to get anything offensively in the first four games of the season, they exploded against wisconsin and swept them they exploded again this weekend at notre dame or i i guess we call it a weekend it was thursday friday <laughs> but um they they came out of it uh with a sweep of wisconsin and a split at notre dame uh right. we talked about wisconsin last week so i don't think we need to reiterate that other than the fact that it was a sweep but tell me what you saw thursday and friday from the sun Devils, paula in south bend indiana
0: well, what I saw was a continuation of the freshmen and continuing to to, to, to build off of their first year. Uh, Matthew Copperwood, uh, he was – I mean, holy smoke. Some of the goals he scored this weekend, those were goal scorer's goals. I mean, he was he, – he, he made some shots, um, you know, is it possible that the Notre Dame goalies want some of it back? Show me a goalie that doesn't want a goal back. Okay. Um, but he had some some snipes from the face-off dots or just above the face off dots. Okay, that were outstanding. Uh that move that Ryan O'Reilly put on the Notre Dame defense eleven seconds of the game on Thursday night. To put ASU out in front, uh, that was a man's move right there. He just powered his way to the net, um, and and these guys are only freshmen. Uh, you know, coach has put Benji Eckerly and Mike Mancinelli on the ice in all situations. They have more or less gotten an even rotation of playing time for their for their for their four lines. So that helps, especially when you're playing uh, like they did last week in the two games at Wisconsin on Saturday and Sunday. Was it Saturday or Sunday? Was it Friday and Saturday? Either way. No, sat- Saturday Sunday it was Sunday. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was Saturday, Sunday, and then they played Thursday, Friday. So when you're playing in that short a period of time and you're not used to doing it, you know, being able to roll all four lines definitely helps uh, keep you fresh. It definitely keeps everybody on their toes because they're constantly being used and and can get in rhythm. Uh, That's probably a better way to say it. Right. Because everybody knows when when, when it's coming up. Um, The only thing I'm going to say about the two games at Notre Dame, and it's the same thing we've been saying since the the first game of the season, uh, power – Oh my lord! I mean, they got one on on, right? on on Friday night, but you know, you had a five on three, and you were a five on three, and you couldn't and you can't put the puck in the net at that point. They were one for twenty five, right? Okay. Um, yeah, they're
1: gonna they're gonna have to figure you're, that out uh, yeah, to, you're to gonna continue to. to win hockey games in the Big Ten because you're gonna get opportunities as they have gotten. Right. And uh, those are going to make or break you. We talk about all the time about great goaltending and special teams, how they make the difference. But, uh, and we'll get into that in just a second. I want to tell you a couple of observations, Paul, that, that I saw. And I think I told you this uh, off, the, off the air. But um, that what I've seen a whole bunch from ASU since, uh, since that opening night in um, Michigan was they're now doing two things. They're taking shot passes which if people don't understand what that is, it's, it's a shot that, that comes from the point that's not directly at the goal but more to uh, a stick of, of a teammate to, uh, to get a deflection, to get it by the goaltender uh, without the goaltender you know having the opportunity to just make the first save. Um, I've seen a bunch of those and a bunch of them have worked. The second thing that I've really seen lately, Paul, over the last four games has been, hard pressure to the net. I mean, they are all flying to the net and they're getting rewarded. They're getting rebound goals. They're uh, getting great opportunities. And more importantly, they're getting wins
0: on the scoreboard. Well, uh, you know, there are certain basics that never change. You can come up with, with all of the fancy plays and systems and, and uh, so forth and so on. um, But and I'll say this just because uh, you sent me a, a, a Twitter message about Christian Brothers sticks. Uh, if I'm if I'm playing if I'm a team and I'm using all wooden sticks and crashing the net, uh, as opposed to a team that's got all the fancy sticks and they're not coming anywhere near the net, I'll take my chances with a team that's got the wooden sticks crashing the net because that's how you score goals. And and I don't I don't care what equipment you're using, and I don't care. Uh, what you're doing, um, not to mention, like to get a plug in for old time wooden sticks, but that's.
1: <laughs> I uh, want you to get a plug in for Christian because we'd like to have Christian on board with us. Uh, yeah, well,
0: I sent some emails. Listen, uh, we're I, we're I working the process Brothers here, Paul. Stick, or is it a Canadian? Well, I don't know. Either yeah, way. I, hear. I used to have I Christian hear. Brother Sticks and co-hosts. Um, well, anyway, he, um, you know, th- there's that. And in the last four games, once again, not a coincidence that they've played much better, uh, despite the third period on Friday night. Uh, The breakouts and getting out of the zone, getting out of their defensive zone, the passing has been better getting out of the defensive zone. The defensemen have skated the puck better out of the defensive zone.
1: Is it – and let me ask you this – on that same thought, Paul, uh, do you think that maybe those freshmen of cotton, cotton, <laughs> have gotten up to speed uh, to college hockey and the speed of college hockey? Did it take them a week or two, uh, two or four games maybe, to, to get their self and their legs under them to that speed? Because they, they look incredibly different uh, than they did the first four games, the last four games, if that makes sense.
0: Well, I, I think they played much better against a Michigan State team than they did against Michigan in the opening weekend. Um, uh, everybody's going to adjust differently. Okay? Nobody's going to adjust to the speed of the game uh, at the same rate. Um, we'll get a better idea. Or I mean, we already know, but we'll get a better understanding of just how much better, or how much they they adjusted to the. I guess the next time they play Michigan, right? Whenever that is, because then we'll have a yeah, basis and, of comparison, right? And that's I what mean, I was just
1: going to say. And, and, and not I'm not going to have the schedule.
0: <laughs> well, nobody does, but that's okay. All right, let's get through the first half of this game. We still have four more games to go in this half. Um, you know, they played much better against Michigan State. Um, they obviously won the two games at Wisconsin and probably and should have won both games at Notre Dame. Um, why they stopped skating in the third period of that second Notre Dame game, I don't know. Now, two of the goals that Notre Dame scored uh, were reviewed. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not an official. And I think inter- goalie interference is definitely subjective. The coach obviously feels that it was goalie interference. Uh, I might agree with him more on the first one than the second one. But the second well, one is the yeah. one that stings because it was with five seconds left.
1: Yeah, and, and let me tell you, as a former official, what what you're looking at there is uh, – you're right, it is, it is subjective, but what you have to look at is – how did the player get into the goal crease and make contact with the goaltender? Did he do it on his own, uh, trying to uh, to get in his way and trying to interfere or was he ridden in there? And the problem with that is it wasn't a lot of riding in there from, from an ASU player, but when there's contact with an ASU player and uh, an opposing player, in this case, Notre Dame and they're making contact and they're both approaching the, the crease, that's where, uh, it's hard to call goaltender interference because would the guy have had an opportunity to get out of the goaltender's way had it not been for the defending
0: player? Mm, no. Listen, hard to I, tell. I don't know. So, what I'm saying, anyway. I mean, it's subjective and, yeah. and, you know, I, I, those are not the kind of calls that I will get on officials for. There are right. certain calls that I will get on officials for. That's not one of them. I mean, not no, in the, no. certainly no. Not in the case of that fifth goal that Notre Dame scored on on Friday night. Well, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You shouldn't have gotten yourself into that position. You well, that's a nice that's, that's a different story. That is a yeah. completely different. Like I said, for whatever reason, they stopped skating in the third period. Uh, you got to give Notre Dame. You have to give Notre Dame some credit too, for sure, for, for bringing it out of the locker room, if they got their butts kicked in the second period. And it was it's 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 weird because as the coach said, probably their best period of the season in the second period, probably their worst in the third. Yeah, well, and and who knows? I mean, it could have been
1: a, a overconfident factor, like hey, we came out and stormed these guys, we can just do it again, and then they got kind of pushed back, and they and they didn't handle the pushback very well. It could be a number of things, but. Bottom line of it is it was a very close game. Uh, the Sun Devils had a chance to win it. They would have had a chance to go above 500, and uh, and uh, that would have been a major thing to get back-to-back sweeps, I think. But um, let, let's quickly break down the Big Ten. Uh, as I'm looking right now at the uh, updated standings, and I'm trusting uh, a source on this one because I don't know if these are updated all the way or not, but Minnesota 6-0-0 uh, have yet to be uh, – uh, really, even challenged. I think uh, Wisconsin at five five and o, uh, Michigan five three and o. Ohio State well, yeah, let's two give the conference. four
0: conference.
1: Yeah, i mean is. Uh, Notre Dame three three and o, uh, Penn State one five and o, and Michigan State two three and one. Um, it, it's top heavy right now, Paul, and it's not Michigan. Uh, the the points oh, in the Big Ten yeah. belong eighteen to Minnesota and sixteen to Wisconsin. What the heck happened to Michigan?
0: That's a very good question. Uh, maybe they started reading their press clippings too.
1: Yeah, that's entirely possible because there okay. were a lot of press clippings about that that team after what they did to ASU. But let's and back. There's
0: also and there's also video now.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is video. And, okay. and one thing, one thing, Paul uh, also is um, that they're going to lose some players uh, or yes. a player uh, that's going to go to the World Juniors. So. Yes, That that could have some effect because those guys left now. I know uh, Bobby Brink uh, from Denver left last night or tonight, I guess. I guess it was today that he left after after his practice today. Um, so, yeah, that that's going to make a difference. And like I said, Minnesota, I knew the firepower that the Gophers had, and I knew they were going to be really, really good. I did not think their goaltending was good enough to hold up, but I'm sure uh, Pat Micheletti and and Jess Myers would – would say that,
0: uh, they knew it, (laughs) or at least they'd tell us that they knew it. Well, they're, they're, they're outscoring their opponents 20 to seven. That's three to one. I mean, (laughs) that, that's all you need to know right there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That is all you need to know right there. Absolutely.
1: Okay. And And if you
0: take away, you know, a Michigan scored nine, against ASU in that first game, uh, and shut ASU out, uh, their overall record uh, at 4 and 3 uh, you take you know you take that one game out and they are dead even with just about everything they would 3 and 3 uh, yep. and and they would have a basically an even goals for and goals against so um, and that's the big thing Minnesota's keeping the puck out of the net yes
1: Yep, that's the difference. They team. haven't even allowed
0: double-digit goals in, in in you know total in six games. So uh, when you're at when your team goals against average is slightly over one, you're going to win a lot of games. Okay, so
1: let's look ahead for uh, for Arizona State. They're going to uh, face off against Penn State, um, obviously on the road because all their games are on the road, uh, and then they'll go to Ohio State. So. So Penn State coming in at 1-5-0, uh, and everybody knew they were rebuilding to a some, certain extent, but I don't think they expected them to be a one-win team at this point. And Ohio State is a two-win team at this point. So it's going to be interesting to see where they're at and how ASU plays them. And will the road fatigue start to set in now after you've been on the road for this long? I mean, we already no. know it's going to be thirty six ga- 36 days. I don't know. on the road before but so there's lots of things to look forward to but let's just let's just play devil's advocate here ah, i like that uh, devil's advocate um let, let's say that they go in and they do probably what most people are unthinkable and they sweep at penn state and they sweep at ohio state and all of a sudden they're seven three and one
0: right, i can't think um, that far ahead i just can't i can't yeah. do it <laughs> I, you like to i can't do it uh, I, I can't worry about uh, what happens no, if they. No, no worries. I'm just saying, like no, they, well, would put them, they would
1: put themselves in a very, very good position at the break. Which of I course, and, think if, they,
0: and, if you, and if you started 03-1 and you finished at 7-4-1, yeah, uh, you're okay. Yeah, and
1: here's the thing uh, and we found this out from Coach Territory when we hit him on the other night. Um,
0: and they are struggling to score oh, yeah have, we'll, we'll, we'll get but we to knew that. that
1: yeah, we'll get to that. but he said the magic number for them is 13 and that's by that I mean 13 games played because the NCAA is apparently and I ha- I did not know this and and I hadn't heard it until he said it is that you're gonna have to play 13 games to even be NCAA tournament eligible which sounds crazy, but in the COVID era and the way COVID's going right now, uh, man, you want to get to 13 games as quickly as you can. And, and ASU not having a conference championship to win wants to make as impressive a resume as they can. And the first weekend obviously hurt, but the last two weekends obviously really helped.
0: Right. I mean, so like I said, I can't, I can't think that far ahead. Uh, I, right now, I'm just trying to keep up with what's going on now. And and what just happened? Uh, you're the guy that likes to to make predictions and look ahead and say what if this and what if that. Uh, okay, <laughs> I know that that's the fun
1: part. Okay, so so that's kind of the recap of what ASU has done. Um, we'll see what happens when they uh, when they get out to uh, Penn State and, and go. But Wednesday, uh, the Denver Pioneers played their very first game of the 2020 2021 season. Uh, they. They jumped up to a lead, as I, Denver tends to do, and then they lost. And they lost to the Bulldogs from Minnesota
0: they, Duluth. Who, uh, yeah, go ahead. They dominated that game. Oh, absolutely, they did. They outshot Duluth two to one. Okay, uh, Duluth scored two power play goals in about a minute and a half span, I believe, in the, middle yes. of the second period. Yeah, and that was did. basically all the offense they had in the entire game. That was, and that was enough to get him a 2-1 win. It was, you know, (laughs) I mean, I'm sitting there watching him, and you're sitting there saying, how in the heck is Denver losing this game? And they did. (laughs) So was Coach Carl. (laughs) Well, I'm sure he was. I mean, (laughs) you know, basically, Duluth, Denver, Denver. (laughs) Let let me – let me pull back the
1: curtain a minute because um, you and I talked earlier, and you said that's Duluth hockey—the way they play their game, they just choke you out at the end and, and put it away. And then uh, I hadn't said much most of the game, and then I get a text. I think I texted you and said, "Hey, the Bulldogs are up two-one," and you said, uh,
0: "That's the first I've heard from you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we knew we that. Yeah, I didn't. Funny, I didn't hear a word when they were losing. As soon as they scored the second goal, oh, it's two to one Duluth. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> that was a shock text. X. Uh,
1: so, so, Denver starts off on Wednesday with a two one loss. And, and that was uh, Minnesota Duluth number three in the country against number four, Denver. Um, and then, well, um, uh, Friday night bounced around. And guess what? Our friends at uh, the Denver University got a chance to play North Dakota, the number one team in the country for their second game of the year. That game went to overtime. That one was won on an unbelievable goal by, uh, uh, Mr. Kawaguchi. At Well, uh, first of
0: all, that was a great game. Oh, fantastic, I, I know if you're did. a Denver, I know if you're a Denver fan, you don't want to hear that. Okay. Uh, if you're, uh, if, if you're a, a, a fan of the pioneers, uh, I, I can understand you're like, I don't know, big deal. So they they, they, they did a great game. They didn't win. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I can't say I don't understand that feeling because when you're playing games like that, there are no such thing as moral victories. Okay. But as a hockey fan in general, okay, that was a great game. Yeah, without without a doubt
1: and uh, it, we got to see really good three on three overtime which I thought was fantastic it didn't get to the shootout like uh, they would play in the NCHC, but it did go Thankfully. uh yeah it did go to overtime and and uh Carter Savoy savvy is just unbelievable as a freshman uh, I think he's got four goals for Denver right now and he's just uh starting to really light it up uh for the Denver pioneers so Keep an eye on him the rest of the season because he's, uh, he's really good. And, uh, uh, he's and I was be
0: curious like because then last night they're playing St. Cloud, And I'm actually watching the game at the same time as the ASU football game starting, the hockey game was ending. And uh, one of the people in our little alumni gathering there is married to a St. Cloud alum. So, uh, that was, uh, that was interesting as well. Hopefully, uh, they go, you're watching the game. I said, well, yeah, we, I, you know, and I went, went into it <laughs> and went through it. and Um, you know, obviously, uh, I, I, I didn't hear what coach Carl said after the game. Um, uh, I, I know the Saint cloud fans gotta be ecstatic right there. There you are, uh. Uh, they got two well, two wins, 2-0 two in, in the conference so far, uh, no, including an upset no, over Denver. And, uh, you know, I said it a week ago that that St. Cloud game yesterday might be a trap game for Denver. Yes. After coming off games against Duluth and uh, the team in green and white, do, and we had a separate discussion about that. Um, the North Dakota and, and, Fighting and Hawks? Nickname, and the nickname which i find <laughs> very amusing by the way uh i if you want to talk about that for a few minutes later we can talk about the games we could do that too because uh at the same time uh,
1: uh let me let me tell you this uh about what i saw with denver was two things um emotionally they were excited to get to get playing uh like every team is right and to play Minnesota Duluth right off the get-go, uh, they had a lot of energy. They were excited. They had a lead. They lost the lead, oh, like there's, you said. They
3: yeah, there's lost no the doubt. Game.
1: Okay. Then, but then, and, and we talked about this and we saw the schedule in the pod, then they came out against North Dakota, the number one team in the country, and, again, they had a ton of energy. They were flying. They had a chance to win that game. It went to overtime. They lost it. Um, so now you got to come out of back-to-back for your third game in what 4 days and yep. uh and you're playing St. Cloud State and I believe there might have been a little bit of an emotional letdown there thinking like okay well we just got through these through this gauntlet of these first two games uh you know we we can take care of St. Cloud State and then that didn't happen but the other thing Paul that I'm a little bit worried about and we talked to coach Carl about this when we had him on we said, what about your goaltenders? Are you going to play all your goaltenders? Well, so far, Magnus Kormann has played every minute of well, the game.
0: Well, okay. Well, let, let first of all, it's still a little early. It is. It is. It's its is, 3 games. still. You know, if this was the last week of the pod as opposed to the first week of the pod, I, I, I could sit there and say. Um, okay, hold, hold on. Hold on a minute.
1: I got one thing to say, and then you can go. I know where you're going with this. But this is the first three games, but it's the first three games in four nights right. after having not played since last February. Right. So, so second and secondly is as a college athlete, you prepared every year, except this year to play a two game series back to back. Right. And all of a sudden you're playing. And then the other thing that you do is you play a two game series against the same team. So you make adjustments off of game one to game two. Now you play three different teams on four different nights in a row. Right. Um, Legitimate I don't know points. how much of a factor that was, but but I'm just saying that that could have been an issue. But how do you argue 2-1, 4-3, 4-3? I mean, that's really good hockey. He just came out on the short end.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's let's, let's face it. Uh, Magnus Krona, uh, you know, who did, it's not like he gave up six goals and seven goals and eight goals uh, a night. You know he gave up two two power play goals to Luth. We know the talent that Denver has, and you know as I'm watching that game last night, concentrating on it as much as I can, I didn't sit there and say to myself, "Wow, that was a bad goal." No, no, I,
1: I, I'm I'm not saying that. I and I agree with you 100. It wasn't and a by bad. By the way, goal. just
0: just 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 to cement the point or reinforce the point a little bit. St. Cloud's playing right now. Yeah. Okay, and they're losing to Omaha 2-1. to one. Right. So uh, uh, you could make the case that, that St. Cloud's coming down off of a little bit of high against beating Denver last night. And, by the oh. way, that includes, by the way, that 2-1 to one score includes not scoring on a five-minute major. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, Denver is a weird 0-3. But if they turned around and pulled off six or seven in a row now, would it shock you? No. No? Nope. Nope, sure
1: wouldn't. And uh, they're going to get another crack at Minnesota Duluth. Uh, they're going to get another crack at, at
0: gonna North are going to get a Dakota. bunch of cracks at these guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're they're going to have some tape. Um, North Dakota and Minnesota Duluth obviously uh, flexing their muscle early, which is uh, what you have to do, I think, in this type of a season. But that's a whole other story. So as we look ahead r- really quickly, uh, we know the pod will be off on Monday, as they will every Monday that they're there. But then Tuesday afternoon, 2.35 in the afternoon, uh, Mountain
0: Time, Denver and North Dakota – uh, which is going to be really, really
1: interesting.
0: weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of surprised that that, that uh, that's the time of that game. When I saw that uh, a little while before we started the podcast, I'm like, "Wow, that's weird to have that game not be the the well quote unquote prime time." Yeah, here uh, it is
1: though. They're they're trying to make the pot as fair as possible. No, no, I get and, that. And, I and that, totally understand why, that. Man. I, to- I totally, totally understand that. But, um, then, but then Thursday, Paul, Denver and Miami at 2.35, and North Dakota and Minnesota Duluth at 6.35. So you got Tuesday and Thursday uh, are going to be huge hockey games in the NCHC again. Um, and, then, and then Friday, uh, of course, uh, both of those teams will be off. So I just want to backtrack really quickly because um, – Colorado College gets their crack at them. we're gonna go into that in a minute but they start Tuesday against Western Michigan so we'll uh, we'll get into that in a minute let's uh, let's take a quick break though Paul and let's uh, okay. t- let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, Air Force when we come back we'll take a break and hear from some of our partners and then we'll get Air Force and we'll wrap it up the, the show tonight with a little talk on Colorado College. Fair enough
0: Fair enough.
3: car head out to 2401 west bell road in phoenix and stop in at bell ford the arizona ford giant come in and check out our great deals on the remaining 2020 fords as well as the new 2021 models just arriving like the new e450 pickup truck during our summer outdoor and suv sale voted the number one ford dealer in arizona by ranking arizona We will do what it takes to make your car buying experience safe and convenient. Shop online at Belford.com. We'll bring everything to you on your schedule. Schedule a test drive. Need a repair? We'll come pick up your vehicle and bring it back to you. Our sales and service professionals are ready to help in any way to make sure you are happy and satisfied. Go online to Belford.com or call us at 602 866 1776 and let us show you why we've been the dealership that keeps Shane Doan coming back year after year.
0: We've all been there. We know what kind of gift to get someone. But sometimes it can be too hard to make sure that the gift is the right size or style. So we shrug our shoulders and try to think of something else. Well, if that person is the hockey player in your life, the answer is easy a gift certificate or a gift card to Behind the Mask hockey shops. Whether you go to any of our Three Valley locations or behindthemask.com, our gift cards are the perfect solution. Sports equipment, especially hockey equipment, has to feel right to the user, and a behind-the-mask gift card allows you to show the player how much you care and lets them pick out what's right for them, whether we're talking about sticks, gloves, skates, or more. Pick one up today at any of our behind-the-mask locations in Gilbert, Peoria, or Scottsdale, or at BehindTheMask.com.
3: Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. Located in downtown Tempe at 740 South Mill Avenue, College Bar and Grill is the place for the best local craft beers, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State athletics. A short walk from Sun Devil Stadium or Desert Financial Arena, stop by for lunch or dinner, game day or any day. College Bar and Grill. thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams.
2: America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen Faceoff. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv.
3: I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that
2: fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac
3: and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly
2: visit us at mexicanmoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011.
1: All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest live every Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time, presented by Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Uh, Get there, uh, get your goods, get... uh, your supplies, get your skates sharpened, do everything you need to do. If you need gift cards, those are available right now. Great time to pick one of those up. And you can also shop online anywhere that you uh, can get uh, computer access at behindthemask.com. Okay, Paul, uh, we talked about ASU. We talked about Denver. Um, The other hard luck team, if you will, that uh, got started with us was the Air Force Falcons. And we had – Head coach Frank Seratore on for the second time on Tuesday, and um, that just first of all, give us a quick recap of what you thought of Coach Ceratori's, uh thoughts of hockey at college
0: hockey in 2020. Well, listen, uh, the first time we had him on, it—I it, it, I guess the word would be eye-opening. Uh, Jess Myers told us that. Uh, you were going to get a straight shooter, and you were going to get a guy who, who not just obviously does a great job on the ice, but is a is a is a a strong voice for what he believes should take place off the ice. And you know he was, and, and he is exactly that. Uh, so he, I think, Jess used the word czar. Well. He should be. <laughs> yeah, the college hockey's are, Yeah, he, he that's exactly
1: be. right. Okay, so they opened up at home. Uh, well, two weeks ago they opened up on the road at AIC and came up short right. 3-1-2-1. We talked about those last week. Uh, this week they played Robert Morris at home. They came up uh, on the short end of a 4-1 score on Friday night and a 4-2 score on Saturday night. And uh, I know you saw or listened to or maybe did a little of each <laughs> as you try to do on the web, uh, right? giving these things. But but tell us a little bit about the goals uh, and the games played. Uh, obviously, Air Force is having a hard time scoring.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Um, and, and the coach, you know, has told us that himself. Uh, you know, they, they prep every year to be a second-half team. They prep every year to make sure that by the time it gets to the Atlantic Conference, hockey conference tournament, that they're ready to go and be the threat. And they usually are. So uh, if if that's, you know, the system that works, and it, it usually does, who would we to argue? I mean, uh, he, he says it himself, we want to be the team going into the conference tournament and then hopefully the NCAA tournament that nobody wants to play. And that is yeah, usually the case, you know. That is yep. usually the case. So yep, you, you are one hundred percent correct in that. Okay. Uh, they were they were much better on, on on Saturday night than they were on on Friday. Uh, offensively, they just couldn't put the puck in the net. They were they were down a goal, you know, going into the third period. Just couldn't get the game tied. Um, and you know, and then Robert Morris finally put one in to make it four two, and that was the final. Uh, you know, you got it. Listen, we, we watched ASU that first week not be able to get the puck in the net uh, and, and and struggle into that second week against Michigan State, not being able to really put the puck in the net despite chances. So, um, you know, so it, it sometimes, basically, you know, we're just, we just got to wait and see. Eventually they start going in, right? The odds say they have to go in eventually. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's not like they were
1: they were blown off the ice. I mean, uh, Saturday night Paul was kind of unique though. Jordan Timmons scored the uh, the natural hat trick, the pure hat trick, uh, whatever you want to uh, tally it as, uh, with three goals, the first three goals of the game in the first nine twenty one of the game. Air Force found themselves down three nothing at home after a, a goal by uh, Timmons at twenty five seconds, a goal with uh, Jordan Timmons at four forty three. And another goal by Jordan Timmins at nine twenty one.
0: So, uh, Mister Timmins had himself a weekend. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, and, and and right now Air Force just doesn't have that guy. So. Yeah.
1: There there are a lot of teams, Paul, that would like to have that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you so, can score you and, three and, three in the first
0: nine minutes or nine and a half minutes. And by the way, uh, the Saint Cloud seems to. Uh, have been awoke. Have been awakened by the goalie, uh, Valley native Jack Caster. Uh, yes, keeping St. Cloud in the game here in the midway through the second period, making some unbelievable saves, especially on yeah. Omaha power play. And then yep. St. Cloud has come back to get two goals and takes the lead. So uh, maybe that hangover from Denver last night's kind of you know gone now, and we'll see what happens in the rest of this game. Um, not that we want to constantly be talking about in progress games because by the time most people hear this, the games will be over. So right, yeah. Um,
3: but, but I, I it, think it's okay it, it, to is it, it is what's going.
0: It is what's going on. So, um, but eventually, Air Force has got to start putting puck in the net, and you know, like you said they're they're just going to do what they do, and nobody will be surprised if come Atlantic hockey tournament time, um, if if they're right there chasing uh, the conference championship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely,
1: 100% agree. Now, the Air Force Academy is going to uh, take a, a quick hiatus for a weekend. They're going to play the uh, U.S. team, uh, national development team, and, uh, in exhibition games next Saturday and Sunday at the Air Force Academy. I joked with Coach Territory. I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm joking with your S.I. am not joking. I was serious so with your S.I.D. about getting in for that. And, Paul, do you remember what uh, Coach Territory told me is going to happen if I wanted to get into that game?
0: <laughs> um, a lot more than I think you're capable of handling at this point.
1: <laughs> he, he said you'll either get in and enjoy the game or you might get shot at the gate.
0: <laughs> well, listen, uh, yeah, but – yeah, that's <laughs> why you go. That's why you go and not me. Because if I went, I definitely would get shot. At the gate,
1: so uh, anyway, uh, you would expect nothing less from Frank Serratore, and we love having him on. And we hope that yeah. Air Force gets it going again. As I started in the open, Paul, ASU started uh, winless in their first four. Uh, Denver winless in their first three. Air Force winless in their first four, which obviously leads us to the team that's finally get going to get to play a hockey game on Tuesday night, December 8th, 2020, the first game of the season for the Colorado College Tigers, who if there's a program that's had more things to combat, uh, to fight through, to Did get through. Why, why are you putting it uh, that way? Why can't you just say they're still undefeated? Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm sure Coach <laughs> Havlin would love to hear that. Why uh, don't you just say, that
0: you said, and they you are. say they're, they're still, still
1: undefeated? Yeah, they're still undefeated. That they got a ten thirty-five a.m. game on Tuesday to start their season against Western Michigan. Um, we had Coach Avalon on. I thought his approach uh, to this season, especially with what they've gone through, uh, I have no is sympathy phenomenal. for that stuff. By the way, yeah, and you you also brought it up that his NHL experience might be a big help in preparing his team to play this many games in a,
0: a pod situation. Right. Well, you would think because he's he know he's got more experience in, in, in pushing the buttons and stepping on the gas and taking his foot off the gas. Uh, but I'm sure right now those guys are just chomping at the bit to get to Tuesday afternoon. Right, Tuesday afternoon? Or is that Wednesday? Right, No, Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday You're afternoon, afternoon. yeah. I am sure they are just chomping at the bit because everybody's played with them.
1: And then they're going to come right back on Wednesday and get Omaha uh, at 635. So back-to-back uh, games to start, which, as I mentioned earlier, is traditional in college hockey. It's usually Friday, Saturday, but at least they're going to play two back-to-backs. Then they're going to get the Thursday off, but they'll be back on the ice again on uh, on Friday night. The lone game on Friday in the NCHC is uh, going to be Colorado College in Western Michigan again. So, when you look at this, and, you know, we talked about this before, Paul, but when you look at the schedule, Denver jumped out with Minnesota-Duluth, North Dakota, St. Cloud State, and then I believe they get uh, North Dakota again. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Tuesday, get,
0: right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Uh, they get um, North Dakota again, and then they get a day off, and they get Thursday night against Miami. But that, that's a pretty tough draw. Uh, not that there's any easy games, but that's a pretty tough draw to start a season. On the other hand, Colorado College gets Western on Tuesday. Then they Who get put a day a off in one
0: of their first games, by the way. So let's right. not. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but I mean they're not North Dakota. Let's put it that way.
0: They're not, um, but you know <laughs> how many uh, teams are? Yeah, good point.
1: Good point. So. Um, You know, what they've been through, though, and you and I talked about this last time. I think i got to mention it one more time. They were the only team in the NCHC that that at least we know of that had COVID issues, and they had one person test positive, and it caused the entire team and coaching staff to quarantine for 14 days, about 15 days before the start of the uh, pod. Um, I just can't, and I think – I just got to say it again. I just can't imagine mentally what's going through everybody's mind, but especially that one kid that tested positive because all indications are if he if he wasn't asymptomatic, they were pretty mild mild symptoms. So uh, can you imagine um, – I just can't imagine what, what you must be going through mentally. You've been waiting all this time, all the summer months, to get to go to the pod and play your hockey games, and all of a sudden this one poor kid is the one that tests positive and
0: nobody gets to go for 14 days because of it. Listen, I, I, what can you say pretty much at this point other than 2020? Because seriously, it, it's it don't or doesn't everybody just have to be as open minded about scheduling and, and things of that nature? as you can possibly be at this point. Yeah, you're 100% correct. Here, here's the problem, though. It's
1: it's easy for you, and I to sit back here and say, hey, be open-minded. We're, uh, we're oh, adults. Didn't say, uh, but <laughs> you, you don't have a choice. <laughs> no, I, I realize
0: that, but but still. Listen, I'm sure, mental... uh, is, yeah. I'm sure the kid's miserable. Yeah. Whoever it is, I'm sure the kid's miserable. I'm sure yeah. that, that he, unfortunately, had way too much time on his hands. I'll oh, sit there and think yes. about what happened and we don't know what happened. We don't know. yeah. So. And, and I, once again, 2020, I mean, what else can you say? Right.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're correct. Okay. So we, we've talked about what's going on in the pod this week. Uh, we talked about the fact that uh, Air Force is going to have a little hiatus, and and if you're going to call it that, uh, playing t- the U.S. National Development Team is not not a cakewalk. Um, but that's going to be something a little different. It's going to be considered an exhibition, and and I'm sure they're looking forward to playing uh, that team and getting better as well. Um, and then Arizona State gets to play Penn State Friday night. Um, it's going to be a four o'clock start out here in Arizona. Uh, know, listen, stop.
0: I have no sympathy for any of this. Okay, any of this time garbage? Okay, I'm just trying so, to tell uh, you that I know the time. That's a well, long time. Well, that, that means <laughs> seen because if you tell me the time, I'm going to go look anyway because I don't trust you. Okay. Uh, so,
1: so they get they get Penn State. So, tell us this is a couple of things, and and I haven't really talked much about this, but. Arizona State went on this winning streak um, if you will three games and four, four, three three out of four, let's put it that way and they did it without Johnny Walker and they did it without another one of their letters uh, in uh, Dominic Garcia in the lineup uh, both for different reasons but you know that's, that's two of your big leaders uh, that weren't in the lineup and still be able to do it
0: uh, Freshman? Hey you know uh, they touted the, the the freshman class, and, and they, so far they've done it. So what can you say? I mean, they, they're the ones getting all the goals. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they are. And uh, it looks a lot to me like a couple of guys that we thought uh, that I saw in practice an awful lot last year that coach told me were going to be uh, pretty good players when they got their opportunity. And one is Jax Murray. Uh, he said, it's uh, just, just Jax is going to be a guy down the road. Uh, right now he looks like he's becoming the guy. Um, uh, also he said when Chris Grando gets a chance to play in the game, he's going to be a difference maker. He, he hasn't registered a whole bunch of points, but boy, Chris Grando has been a force. I
0: thought, well, he's gotten better and better each game too. Uh, like a lot of the freshmen have, uh, you know he had, like you said, he hasn't scored a whole lot of points. Um, but the quote-unquote first and second lines haven't done a whole lot of scoring either. Um, even though all four lines have been rolled pretty much evenly, um, uh, you know. I, mean, I hate the only real designation as far as that kind of stuff is concerned is uh, is the first defense pair. Uh, those are the guys that uh, there's usually a noticeable difference in the amount of ice time in the situations that they play in. So, you know, when you get the – when you talk about, you know, the, the first line, second line, third line, et cetera, it's, it's just they have to chart it somehow. And most teams like to roll as many lines as they possibly can because that means you have depth and that means that you're constantly going to be a threat because the other team can't focus on one line. Well, let me tell
1: you, if you remember back to uh, April and May and June and July, before the start of what we hoped would be a regular season, uh, that would be quote unquote normal. um, I said that, the depth on Powers' team is really good. Coach Powers said, I have five lines, and my fifth line is as good as anybody's second line, or not anybody, but like half of the NCAA's second lines. Um, and then I said, the uh, the top two lines, I think, are going to play pretty even with the top two lines of everybody else that they play. Now we know it's it's the Big Ten teams. So people say, when are we going to get those other two lines going? Um I think they are going, Paul. I think the problem is you're not seeing the numbers because they're up against the very best that the other teams have to offer, and we know what the Big Ten offers in lines one and two. So what does that mean? It means if your depth is really good at three, four, and five lines, then three and four is where you're going to get the opportunities, and those guys are going to start to step up. They're going to start to score big goals, and uh, because they're out, they're overmatching the other team's third and fourth lines?
0: Well, this you have the contributions uh, fr- from everybody. And the, 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 the first line, with the quote-unquote first line of Grando, Doogie, and O'Reilly uh, haven't had big games on the score sheet. O'Reilly has a couple of goals, and like I said, that was a man's goal on, on Thursday Thursday night that broke the record for the fastest goal in ASU history from the start of a game
1: yeah and, and who had that seconds. previous yeah who had the previous one
0: uh, no? that would be uh, Mr. Walker
1: yeah yep 15 um,
3: seconds
1: so in. so that that's a great point and you know I, when you get Johnny back, whenever that may be, and I know we've heard rumors every
0: week that it's going to be this when week. When I see it, I see it. Weeks. That's all. Yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. the question has to get asked every week. And it'll get asked this week. And the coach and will answer whatever he way. answers.
1: Yeah, he'll answer um, the same way. It's like, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see where we're, we're at.
0: Know, he's, getting, <laughs> he's getting closer and closer. And that's fine. That's what coaches do. Um, but when I see him on the ice, that's when uh, that's when or, you know that's
1: that's when I'll I'll look at it and say okay let's go. Yeah, I I totally agree. So so that's what lies ahead this week. I um, just want to quickly. Uh, I think the Sun Devils play a rare uh, series this week. I mean, they play Friday night, Friday play, Sunday, yeah, and, and Saturday off, and then Sunday's game is like a noon game out here. So it goes from a four o'clock game <laughs> to a noon game. It, it it's just. Really
0: crazy, really strange, but you know, I'll and... say this again, and I, I uh, and, and uh, I say it in the alumni uh, meetings that we have, and so forth and so on. Um, no, I don't care.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't want to hear it.
3: <laughs> you don't want to, watching,
0: but when 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 I'm watching games that start at ten thirty at night, <laughs> and I'm putting toothpicks in my eyes <laughs> to keep them open, people can suffer with with, with the odd game at, okay, at noon no, or whatever the case might be. No, I don't want to hear.
1: It. I'm not talking about the fan, the fans, who cares? That, that doesn't matter when the fans have to watch it. What matters is the players. Uh, you, you get your body clock set for certain times and all of a sudden, go early, then late, then late, then early, then Thursday, then Friday, then Saturday, then Sunday. I mean, it, and it's all over the place this year for them. So not only are they on the road for all of their games, not only they're not getting home cooking at all, but they're
0: uh, have you met having to adjust have the you schedules. met Twenty and twenty-one year olds in their dining habits.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have. Huh? You, have you okay, met, so have you met Leanne?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, no, not really. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, well, I can tell you it's that, possible because yeah. you know I run into people sometimes <laughs> at games. I don't know who they are. Uh, it's like I said. I possible. think you, I, don't
1: know. I think you saw her in uh, in uh, yeah, California last it. year. Oh, could, could be. I said uh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I can't. Keep anyway,
0: track. I can't. The remember nutrition my
1: own part. Name. The nutrition part is, is the tough part. Uh, it's changing a lot in. Uh, in hockey and sports these days, but you know what? That's a whole nother topic. We'll get into that. So, so Arizona state will play on Thursday and then they'll play again
0: Friday.
1: uh, no, I'm sorry, Friday and Sunday. They'll have Saturday off this week. So just keep watching your schedules. Uh, We got our fingers crossed. We're knocking on wood because COVID is jumping up and biting everybody bad. I mean, it is getting really rough here in Arizona and um, I just hope it doesn't overtake things and shut things down and, and then that's why I keep waiting for that official schedule to come out for the second half of the Big Ten. Because the longer they hold on to that, the more worried I get, Paul. Well, I know one day at a time. One I day know, at a time.
3: That's one day at a time. Cool but I can...
1: still, you still got to do a little pre-planning, especially in our business. So, <laughs> well, why? That would be. That would. Be, that would. Be,
0: that, would be, that would be different.
1: All right, uh, we'll close it out in a minute, but I do want to give a shout-out again to NCHC and nchc.tv for, uh, for their jumping on board as a corporate partner. Of course, our friends at Behind the Mask for, uh, for putting on this uh, great Sunday night show. And our newest partner coming on board, we've been talking about the Circa. Uh, I finally got everything ironed out with them. They would prefer that the D be there, the, the D Hotel in Las Vegas be there, primary spot because that is the original um, partnership that they forged with the Vegas Golden Knights. So they'd like to keep professional hockey at least for this season under the D. So uh, same company. Uh, Hotels are matched. They're right next to each other. Uh, They use the same – you can use the same facilities. If you stay at the D, you can go to the pool at the the Circa, go to the sports bar, all that good stuff. So welcome aboard the D Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Uh, we're looking forward to having you on. We are going to do some different things there. They requested that we come there and do some podcasts. So um, we'll be there uh, trying to set up a schedule where we can bring you out there so we can do a whole week, all four a of our shows. Uh, oh,
0: four, yeah. Let me tell you something right now. My kids would revolt <laughs> and take care of my dog for a whole week. They would
1: absolutely well,
2: revolt. I,
0: I, I didn't say you had to stay for the whole week. I just said
1: we'd like to have all four of our shows done there at some point. Once uh, we get through this COVID stuff and, and uh, it's safe to be be doing that, but they've got professional uh, setup, uh, podcast setups. As a matter of fact, some of the Golden Knights podcasts are run out of their uh, Bar Canada setup at the D. So welcome aboard to the D. I'll
0: let you take it away, my friend, and we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network has been brought to you by Belfort. Presenting partner of the Sunday special, visit Belford.com and explore the 2021 return of the legendary Ford Bronco. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, 100% blue agave, is used to make out unique tastes. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com to order any of our three award-winning flavors. Behind the mask, on ice, in line, in the net, up the ice. Whatever your hockey needs are, see our three valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. By Verizon Wireless, this is the 5G coverage America's been waiting for. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, it's all about the butt. By the NCHC, subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the College Hockey of Champions Conference. Cold beers and cheeseburgers, sports, craft beers, and made-to-order burgers, 12 Valley locations and two in California. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Worldwide, it's where the action is in the resort or in town. College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. Pre game, post game, during the game. The place to be with ASU fans. College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by Behind the Mask, and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Behind the Masks, College Hockey, Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network all right
1: very well done my friend stay tuned tomorrow for professional hockey southwest weekly Tuesday night Paul and I will be back with you on college hockey southwest weekly and of course Wednesday night Stephen Marsh and myself for club hockey southwest weekly we've got you covered 7 30 p.m. mountain time we've got prime time uh, I'm starting to call up this Paul what do, what do you think of this the quad pod of hockey pod cast you say the quad uh,
0: pod. I, can't, I can't go in that fast. <laughs> I, that's,
1: the quad pod I of hockey problem. podcast a, in the prime time right here in the Southwest on ITHSW podcast.
0: I have a hard enough time trying to not sound like a stereotype. You know, when, when I was in school 30 years ago, I had it pretty down pat. Uh, now, after being back in New York for 30 years, uh, <laughs> trying to not sound like a stereotype there, uh, you know, and, uh <laughs> Uh, so I'm not uh, – it's hard at all. I'm not going to see things that purposely make me sound like uh, I'm straight out of Saturday Night Fever. Well, I know the dying question from everybody
1: out there is, Paul Hornstein, have you picked up one of those beautiful uh, 1975 hockey jerseys yet? I'm working. They're not
0: available yet. But, you know, by the way, they look much better on TV than they did in pictures. The same thing yeah. with the football version on Saturday night. Yeah, but that's all I'll right. say. <laughs> all right, folks. We'll say goodnight uh, with a little De Niro
1: from Roger Klein of the Peacemakers. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.